3: Time, time keeps marching, 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 forward, backwards, sideways, up and down, eight dimensions, my friend, tick, 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 we go, we go now, we go now, time button waits for no one. Come on, Karen. The opera starts. (laughs) It waits for no (laughs) one.
4: Time is on our side. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. What's up, everybody? This is The Brighter Side, and we're here to talk to you about that cold bitch time. What
3: a horrible bitch. (laughs) They call it father time, but they should call her a cunt.
4: Yeah, there's father time and mother nature. Yeah. So that makes sense. It makes more, yeah, so time is an old piece of shit, dude.
3: Old piece of shit. Mother Nature's like this woman that's like, all oh, the flowers grow mm, yeah, and die. Breast her out. Yeah, yeah, fucking breast, stomach. <laughs> she's got a well of a stomach. And she's sweating. And she's by a river. Fucking
4: flowers shooting at her hoo-ha. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. Good old Mother Nature. But that's not who we're here to talk about today. We're here to talk about that old fucker father time. Um, me and Amber were talking. And we're like, what should we talk about? And it was like, you know what? We've never talked about is probably the worst thing in the world. I hate it. In all of the galaxy, in all of the universe,
3: and that's time. I hate it, and you know why I hate it? It's because I grew up, and uh, like a lot of families, my parents had a clock in the home, and mm-hmm. you would always hear tick, 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 and I was always like, I fucking hate this. That drives
4: you crazy? See, it doesn't bother me.
3: Uh, it drives me fucking crazy. I don't I mind can't. a
4: ticking clock. No, yeah, I it keeps like, me regular.
3: I feel like the seconds are passing. Maybe you know? it's a
4: woman thing, because there was a... A ticking clock in our bedroom. Me and Julie's, and one day she just like got out of bed and threw it across the room. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Because she's like my eggs are dying my eggs are dying
4: <laughs> threw it across the room go Julie oh man that's Amber Nelson Ahmed Larson this is the brighter side of cynics look at optimism and joining us as always Mr Eddie Ewing how you doing Eddie having a great time <laughs> oh coming in right with it within the first <laughs> sentence you <gotta laughs> how's your week been amber what have you been up to this week
3: I've been working a lot been doing a lot of shows been writing new material Fuck yeah yeah that's what I'm my talking whole goal about. is is I want to go and do like a new... Because I was touring about maybe two years ago, Mm -hmm. and some stuff happened in my life, so I couldn't quite write more material because I had to kind of deal with that bullshit. Mm -hmm. Whatever. But uh, now I'm like wanting to tour again. I'm looking at my old stuff, and I'm like, wow, that's horrible. So, I mean, it wasn't at the time. I'm just growing as a human being. So I'm just writing new stuff. I want to have a new hour out soon. Boom. That's it. Nice. Yeah.
4: Nice. That is nice. I had a nice week. I saw Avengers Endgame. Speaking of time. Spoiler
3: alert. Time travel's a big part of it. It's three hours long. It's a long time. I tell you what, I don't like Avengers. I'm sorry. No, you don't have to like it. It's I don't fine. like it.
4: It's, it's not for
3: everybody. I saw that one where the like, <clears throat> and it opens up with this ra- the guy that runs the Rainbow Road. And they're all like, they're all the Avengers, are like, oh, they're trapped. Oh, no, they got us. And the Rainbow Road guy's like, I'm about to die. And then he sends all of his friends away. And I'm like, why not just send the bad guys away?
4: You said that. You talked to me about in that. In the middle makes,
3: just send them in the middle of a planet and then boom.
4: It makes a lot of sense. It's
3: like movie you know, yes. Why why am I watching this?
4: You know, hindsight Twenty twenty,
3: and then for some reason the Thor, the the big guy, Thor, he mm-hmm. couldn't be transported away. And they're like he's in chains, and I was like, but everybody else was like in chains. I don't get it. I don't get it.
4: It doesn't make sense. It doesn't but, make you any know, sense. You know, it's it's a fantasy film, and you have to you know let yourself go a little bit. <laughs>
3: but I like Time Bandits. You that's like a Time Bandits? Film. That's
4: a great. That's a, that is a great time travel movie.
3: Yes. Well, ta- I think because mm-hmm. and maybe this has something to do with time. Somebody told me recently. Actually, Joe DeRosa told me this. He said. He read something somewhere that where movies were great when it's one person experiencing something. Yeah. And then the world is around it. So, you know, Time Bandits, you're in the eyes of the kid. But in The Avengers, there's just so many characters. And there's like, so
4: much going on. Who
3: is this? It's
4: the biggest movie of all time. Who, who are you? I personally. Fucking loved it. Oh. I couldn't get enough of it. But I'm a sucker for all that shit.
3: It's just too much. It's CGI and I'm like this Bat- Spider Man's flying around. Batman's over there.
4: Batman's not in it. Okay, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I I found it to be extremely rock and roll. I'm impressed by how big the fucking movie is. Mm. It's made over a billion dollars in three days, which I think is the coolest thing in the world. I don't know why, but uh, I mean, regardless, it's been a cool week. And I couldn't help it. You were talking about Time Bandits. Let's go ahead. I wanted to talk about, like, you know, I'm a big movie dude. I love my time travel movies. This Time Bandits, you always talk about how much you love Time it's Bandits. It's
3: one of my top five films.
4: Yeah, one of your top five
3: films. Time Bandits, boom. It's I got to think,
4: I'm trying to figure out another good that director, Terry Gilliam from uh, Monty Python. Mm-hmm. He also directed 12 Monkeys. Great time travel!
3: Movie. Yes, he did. That's
4: a finale. I remember when I saw that movie in the theater in like '95 or '96, and then it said took place like three years from when it from when the movie came out in the theater. It was so cool and scary. Oh man! Very cool. I love that movie.
3: You know, t- uh, Time Bandits, Baron Munchausen, and Brazil. Those are meant to be a trilogy about mm-hmm. a man's life. Interesting. So, uh, Time Bandits is a boy becoming growing up. Mm-hmm. Brazil is a man becoming old, mm-hmm. and Baron Munchausen is an old man facing death.
4: And I've never seen Baron Munchausen.
3: You would love it. You would like lo- It's like theater, kooky. I don't know. I'm into it.
4: Hell yeah. I'll check that shit out for sure. You ever see Looper? That's yeah. my favorite time travel movie. I, I like have to Looper. say, even though the new Avengers was pretty fucking awesome. And Back to the Future is a great movie, of it's course. Great. But Looper is the coolest fucking movie ever, dude. You got to go check out Looper. If you've never seen Looper, get into it. Bruce Willis is the king. Of sci fi, man. I, he doesn't get the respect he deserves as far as being a sci fi lunatic.
3: Oh, yeah. Is that the one where they order the steak and eggs?
4: Steak and, yes. In Looper. Yes, yes, they do order steak and eggs. You remember by the food they eat at the diner.
3: <laughs> That's how you
4: remember the movie. Well,
3: they did scrambled eggs and steak, which I find interesting. But I always always do like uh, eggs over medium and steak because then you use the runny eggs on the steak.
4: Yeah, sure. It's <laughs> not what I took away from the film, but <laughs> what about you, Eddie? You love movies. What's your favorite time travel flick?
1: Um, I'm gonna say uh, probably uh, the one X-Men where they jump through time. I don't what? Days, of, uh, Days of Future Past.
4: Oh yeah, that was a good one. A good one. As far as X-Men movies go, was um, he in the
3: wheelchair yet?
4: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Has he always been in the wheelchair? No,
4: well, you see him go in the wheelchair in that movie. You see what happens and why he's got to become, you know, one of the, a rollie.
3: What happened? I don't remember.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Time changes things, Amber. Time does change things. Bill and Ted's. Bill and Ted's great. Great,
3: great time travel movie. What a great, the movie knew exactly what it was, you know, just just a kooky movie.
4: Yeah, George Carlin. It's going to be... They're making a third one. I don't know what they're going to do about that. Who do you get to replace George Carlin?
3: Oh, I forget. He what? was
4: like the time master.
3: Oh my gosh, he In was. that fucking movie. He me? Was. You get me being the time master. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, Ted's was great. Arrival, great time movie.
3: Great movie. Time
4: is a fucking flat circle. We're all experiencing it all at once. There is no like... Yeah, yesterday and tomorrow and all exists together. Fucking boom, mind blown. I love that movie. That movie's cool as shit. Contact, basically the same movie. Yeah. I like Arrival more.
3: I like Arrival more too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this, whatever.
1: this Groundhog Day. That's not a time travel, but it's but a, it's, it's a, a time, time movie. It's There's time no movie. way
4: I, they were talking about that movie actually, and it's supposed to take place over like fifty thousand years. that's what that's when they were making it that's what they were saying it was like that's how long he was he was in that world which makes the movie so much more terrifying
3: oh my god (laughs) because if it's like a
4: couple of months you're like yeah you know
3: you'll be fine
4: but 50,000 years That's why, but that changes everything about that movie.
3: My heart flipped. (laughs) Oh, I'm so sad for him.
4: Oh yeah, man. That movie also. I mean, uh, not to get to uh, page seven on you guys, Mm -hmm. but that's when Bill Murray and Harold Ramis stopped being friends. They fought too much while making that movie, and then never talked again.
3: They fucked, oh. like fucked each had fought, sex.
4: Fought, 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 oh, fought each s- other.
3: Had sex. No,
4: no, 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 what? no, no, what? no. They did not have sex with each other. No. But they, you know, maybe if they did, they still they would have been friends.
3: They've been around. Well, you know what? Sometimes it's okay. You know, it's good to fight and get it out. And the movie's great. I talked to somebody who I went on a date with somebody. Who was in, um, he told me that he was in solitary confinement for three days.
4: Oh man, that's a fucker.
3: That's a fucker. He said that there was a hole in the middle of a floor mm-hmm. where you go to go, go the bathroom. And then there was a little bed in the corner. And he said he didn't know quite how long he was in there. They told him three days after, you yeah. know, after he got out. But you first go in there and you're like, fuck yes, my own room to myself. And then, like, after a certain amount of time, you don't know how long it is. You can't judge time and everything's all gray. And you mm-hmm. just start to roll your brain.
4: You're in there for 23 out of 24 hours.
3: Yeah. And he saw um, these ants in the corner of the room. And he, like, he made friends with them and, like, spoke to them. And he said they become very large to me. Yeah. Uh, it was crazy. I mean, you
4: have to. I mean, to do... You do anything. Uh, solitary confinement would fucking destroy any brain. You know, you think that's what you would want, and no. you wouldn't want to be around everyone else. But truth is, like being around those fucking hyenas is better than being being in a in a place all by yourself. It's terrifying.
1: Terrifying. I
4: saw, uh, and all solitary confinement cells are different. You know, some of them have like toilets and beds. The one I saw, uh, it was just a hole in the ground, and that was it. De- they didn't even have a bed.
3: No bed. No
4: bed. No, and you're just in there in a fucking straitjacket.
3: Oh my god. Yeah, and
4: you're just that's all. That's all it is.
3: That is inhumane. It's insane. It, I would rather just kill the person mm-hmm. than keep them alive and like you're, you've 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 rotten them for the rest of their life.
4: No, you don't come back from it. You, no. you 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 always have like a level of being a ghost after you spend that much time in solitary confinement. Oh my god. It is fucking. It is a. It is a. It is a horrifying a uh, prospect and no one should have to deal with it.
3: Not that it was quite solitary confinement, but I used to work at this office job in New York City on the 45th floor mm-hmm. in a windowless little tiny room and uh, surrounded by books. And I would, in the morning, my manager would hand me a stack of papers and it would have a number on the top and it would be like 1206457. Yeah. And I'd like go to the, the book that would say 1206 and I had to flip 456, 458, 457. Okay, put it in there. The next paper, you know, and that was like six hours of my day. Jesus. And uh, I look at photos of myself from at that time with no sunlight, pure mathematical person. And I look older then than I do now.
4: Oh, yeah. No, I've definitely found like points in my life where I look like a fucking beast. I mean, like a crippled beast. You know, now I look like a beast, which is (laughs) bad.
3: (laughs) That job was weird because it had excellent health insurance. But Mm -hmm. the people worked it for the health insurance and they would end up. In the hospital, due to stress, because how horrible it was. I'm talking <sighs> brain aneurysms, morbid obesity, eyesight loss. God damn. Yeah.
4: I did data entry for two weeks once for the government, and it was horrible. Blow it up. I hated it every moment of it, and the only thing that kept me going was that I could listen to music.
3: Oh, you could listen to music. I couldn't listen to anything. Oh, really? No, I couldn't even look at my phone, put it away. I could. That's when I developed like handwriting that looked shaky, because I would like write jokes. And yeah. uh, purposely do it bad, so it looked like I was like taking notes or something.
4: Oh wow! Yeah, just
3: got to do something with your brain.
4: You got to do something. What do you do to kind of like? Because time is very important to us. It is, you know, because uh, we're you know we it's important to everybody. But you know, I feel like we have like a finite finite amount of time, you know, when we're able to be funny, you know, or like be able to be creative, you know, in oh, our really? in our days. You know, I feel like I'm only could be. I can't be actively creative for more than 10 hours in a day you know like i can't be i can't come up with shit after 10 hours you like know? a
3: mill yeah. yeah
4: yeah yeah i run out of stuff so what do you do how do you help manage your time like because you used to put out those fun videos where right? he was like why you know about you wasting time yeah and stuff like that you know so like obviously you you've thought about this before you know how do you manage your time to keep it in check
3: manage my time. Yeah. I do find having a very good breakfast and reading in the morning to get yourself straight and centered is important for the rest of your day. Mm-hmm. And then I often find like my creativity kind of comes and pops. Yeah, I don't, rarely do I sit down for hours and it's like this joke, this joke, this joke. I'll force myself to free write, but it's never like, oh, I just wrote six perfect sketches right now, you know? Yeah. Um, and then at night, when my most creative time happens is when I'm just sitting alone on my front porch, dog by my feet, and my brain is just looking off into, into cuckoo gaga.
4: Yeah. And do you use that time or do you just let you just let your brain cook?
3: I let my brain cook and I have a little notebook beside me. I keep my phone in my room away from me because I don't want to look at the time. I know when I start feeling kind of tired that it's time to go, uh, just on my natural body clock. But I like let my brain cook. I'll think of something funny and then I'll kind of write it. On my notebook
4: yeah I mean it's such a it's it's so hard to figure out like because I I need time every day for just I think I need more time than most people mm-hmm. for just like my brain to live on its own and think of nothing yeah I'm good at emptying it completely but also I, I feel like if I use it if when I use it too much I get very stressed and then everything I do is just slop. Yes. You know, so it's it's good to, you know, take that moment and just like, I don't know, for me, it's listening to music and staring at a wall or watching a movie, even if I've seen it before, you know, and it, it helps empty my brain. And some people will look at that as a waste of time. No,
3: it's not because you're a well. You've got to fill the well. And yeah. if you're to drain the well with your jokes and creativity, you've got to fill it back up again.
4: Yeah. And plus, you're learning. You're learning. You know, even if you're watching movies, you know. Even if it's nothing you can use or it's useful, you know, at least you're like, you're learning how people talk, you're learning that what people are like, you know, and then stuff like that. And it kind of, and it keeps you going in the right direction.
3: Yeah, sometimes like going to a museum or like just doing, seeing a movie or something that doesn't really equate to writing comedy, mm-hmm. I just write more jokes that day simply because I've... Freed my mind. Yeah. And then my brain's like, oh, boom, 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 boom.
4: The same time, I do understand that, you know, where people are like, I can't go to the movies. I don't have the time for that shit. Yeah. But I also don't have time for the things that they do. You know, like, I've given up playing video games.
3: Yeah. To me,
4: that is, like, a waste of time. But... If it's what frees your mind, for you it's not a waste of time. Absolutely. But for me, it's stressful and annoying, and I get mad and shit. I throw the controller. <laughs> you know, like it's it's not like a healthy
3: way to you spend my time. Break it in your hands. Oh
4: man, when I used to play Madden all the time with my friends, I would just like I would get so emotionally involved. And I was just like, why am I doing this for fun? This isn't fun. This is mad. I'm going crazy playing this fucking shit. <laughs> and so I found that just listening to music and watching movies can really just center me down. And that's my that's my reset button.
3: Fill the well. Yeah. Uh, you make time for things that you love. I love to cook. Mm-hmm. And I'll make most oh. of my foods fresh. Like, I understand uh, meal prep. I'm suddenly against meal prep. I used to be for it. But, like, after three days, the same meal, it gets soggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I want to make my food and eat it right then. It takes 30 minutes, mm-hmm. 30 minutes, and I'll make a delightful like roasted like chicken breast with some roasted tomatoes and a salad. Man, I you will know?
4: tell you what, we had a bunch of veggies we didn't we hadn't eaten in a while mm-hmm. at the house the other day, and so I just went out and, to, and bought a two bag, uh, two pound bag of shrimp. And I just made, like, the best fucking seafood boil for just $16. And yeah. just me and Julie ate, like, kings for a day and a half.
3: It's amazing.
4: Yeah, it was the best. It was the best. It was, uh, and it took me no time at all to no fucking time. make it. I just chopped up a bunch of veggies, threw them in a pot of water at some uh, Old Bay. And then once it got going, I test as soon as your potatoes get soft, toss in them shrimp. You live in your life.
3: Live in your life. I make for breakfast, I like to make a, a salad with my own little vinaigrette I make and a poached egg with some berries. Mm-hmm. Takes maybe 10 minutes. Maybe yeah. 10 minutes.
4: Well, we've been talking about some <laughs> basic ass factors of time. Mm-hmm. But when we were talking about this episode, you, you were like, we have to get us a really smart person. Yes. So we hit up the smartest person I know, which, who is Keith Whitener. We're going to call him right now on Skype. He's a Jeopardy champion, seven-time champion on Jeopardy. He's made over $100,000 on Jeopardy. Wow. Dude's fucking smart as shit. He went against the computer. I love him so much. Let's give Keith a call. So we're being joined now by Jeopardy champion, Yale graduate Scientist. Wow. Keith oh, stop.
1: Whitener.
3: Smarty pants, boy. <laughs>
4: we were we were doing this episode about time, Keith, and then Amber's yep. like, "We got to talk to a smart person because we're fucking stupid."
3: Ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a ding dong.
4: And so we're talking about time here, and I was like, "Well, Keith Whitener's the smartest person I know, statistically." Aww. You know, like wow. in, in sheer game <laughs> show winnings alone, you're
3: you're top dog. Seven times, <laughs> seven times you won Jeopardy. Yeah. Wow, you get seven to kick Alex Trebek in the nuts, huh? Man. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven
4: times regular season, but you also won the champion series once or twice,
2: right? I, I was I was a runner up in the
3: champion series. Yeah. Oh boy.
2: Did you want against The guy who won Champion Series uh ended up on what's that? What was it called like Battle of the Nerds or something like King of the Nerds something like that. Oh okay. Remember that show? Did he get he got a TV show? Yeah, so I lost out on that. That was Fuck! Oh. What was the question?
3: Was Do you know rough the question? Moment.
2: <laughs> uh something about Grover Cleveland, no, not Grover Cleveland. Uh James Garfield. Oh, uh, that was it. He was shot. Yeah, he was killed and it was like the date that he was killed and-
4: Oh man. I know you um, know I have uh, I have the same birthday as Chester A. Arthur. Nothing to oh, do really? with this. But, you know, just figured I'd throw that out
2: there. I have no clue what Chester Arrow's birthday is.
4: October 5th, baby. You got us. Oh, there you go. Come on. You're, you're 0 for
3: 1.
2: i know we're off to a great start
3: we're off so i got a i got a question and let me tell you my smarts i once googled when is christmas okay so that's what we're dealing with here
1: okay all right
3: but i was looking up einstein's theory of relativity okay Okay. and i'm gonna run this by you and tell me if it's total bullshit and what i've gathered from some of the ding from some of the things so time is measured by motion affected by gravity. And uh, uh, go, go. so if you were to run across, <laughs> if you were to keep running, 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 you would get muscle mass, right? So maybe time is gaining muscle mass, and that's what we're gaining. I think we're gaining 0.38 milliseconds a day. So is time and gravity gaining mass?
2: There's- so much wrong with what you just said. No, no. it's just <laughs> there's—I it, it I don't even know where to begin.
3: With. I thought I was smart.
2: Um, <laughs>
4: uh, times a flat circle, right, Keith?
2: Times a flat circle. <laughs>
3: so what was wrong with what I just said? Is These it... are
2: interesting theories. I don't want to discourage you from, from having interesting theories. That's <laughs> why so we need more scientists in the world. Oh man. Um, uh, it, it's you know it, it's it's really funny because. Uh, it. I, I went back and started uh, started thinking. Well, you guys, you guys said you were going to talk about time, and I, I was like, man, this is. You know, from one point of view, it's a really boring concept because you know everyone just sort of knows what time is. Just and, counting, basically. You know, yeah, it's 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 ubiquitous, and and but, but by the same token, you know, there's all these really cool things. There's Einstein's theory of relativity. You know, the special theory and the general theory, they all treat time sort of in a different way than what we encountered on an everyday basis. And then there's entropy, which enters into the whole thing, which is, you know, the, this concept, of the arrow of time, which is what I find really fascinating. Well, but, so
3: what's entropy? Um, what's that?
2: So, so there's this notion of the arrow of time, which is that time to us seems to have a certain direction. Like we know... If we put a video on, we know whether we're watching it in reverse or or in, in forward motion, right?
4: With you. Right.
2: Yeah. So if you knock a glass off of a table, you see it shatter. Um, but you wouldn't expect that same shattered glass on the floor to hop back up onto the table and become a full, you
3: know. But sometimes I try to think real hard and think my brain can put it back up. Y'all ever done that? <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me you haven't. Don't tell me you
2: haven't. Well, I in terms of in terms of physics, there's nothing keeping that from happening, uh, you know. at least in terms of just the mechanics of the problem, uh, the 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 bonds could form again, and you could have this impulse from the ground push it back up onto the table. But you never see that happen. Yeah. And, you know, the the reason why you never see that happen is a big open question. in Science, like what you know, there's the the laws of physics essentially are reversible, time wise. But you know, why do we see it? Act in one way and not in another way, and um, so I've, I've been kind of getting into that recently, just because it's it's, it's really interesting.
3: Now, do you know but, any, anything um, about the Minikowski? Minikowski four-dimensional... Minkowski Minkowski four dimensional Minkowski? Oh, there we yeah. go, Minkowski four dimensional <laughs> yeah. continuum that goes that goes through space, time, and space and time. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, so Minkowski's um, the, the Minkowski space time is basically this. The, what you would have in general relativity if you had no no matter or anything in the atmosphere—it's it's a flat spacetime. Um, Time's really a flat circle. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and so it, it is a way to sort of treat you know space and time on a roughly equivalent footing, which is what Einstein's theory does. Basically, you have space and time—they're on an equal footing—and you can convert between one another. By you know either sort of multiplying by the speed of light or dividing by the speed of light, right? So you have velocity which relates space space and time, and you have this constant velocity. And this velocity is constant no matter what. Um, so if you think about uh, you know when you're driving in a car or whatever, and another car passes you on the highway, um, you know you might be going sixty miles an hour, they might be going sixty five miles an hour, but relative to each other, you're you know they're only going five miles an hour faster than you. So you see them pass as if they were only going five miles an hour faster than you. But um, because the speed of light is constant in any reference frame, regardless of how fast you're going, you're always going to measure it as the speed of light. Interesting. And that causes a lot of really weird, crazy things to
3: happen. There's this guy on my block that uh, has a little uh, remote control car that he built, Mm. and it's like the size of a Mm. football. And it goes real fast down the block. And I was talking to him one day, and he's so excited about it. He's like, this car can go up to 125 miles an hour. And he's like, and it was like going, and I was like, that's not going 125 miles an hour.
4: No, no, of course not. He's like, see Mm. the
3: sonar? It just went, but I'm not going to argue with him, because it's like the only thing that brings
4: him joy. Yeah, no, and he'd probably (laughs) stab you with a spoon.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That cars, that
4: cars. How fast is the speed of light? Um, I mean, I'm sure this is something I could just Google, but you know.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's uh, not measurable. We just, I mean, it's it's got a precise, like they defined it precisely. Um, so it's it's like a, a set number now, and they define the meter and the second in terms of the speed of light now. Uh, but we just use three times ten to the eight meters per second whenever we have to do anything with it. Is there, anything,
3: is there anything faster than the speed of light? Speed of darkness? Speed of sound.
2: <laughs> the speed of love. <laughs> um, no, I, uh, it's it's the fast. Yeah, it's basically the the universal speed. It's a constant. It's baked into the universe um, as to whether things can go faster. There are theories out there that say that you know you have things that can go faster than the speed of light. But the interesting thing about that is that they also say that you know we can never approach and surpass the speed of light, being slower than it. But things that are going faster than it can never approach and surpass the speed of light in the other direction. So they can't ever get slower than it.
4: Interesting. What would happen if the human body went the speed of light?
3: Well, you would gain mass, right? That's what I heard. You can't go speed of light because you gain mass the faster you go. So if you go speed of light and you're a quarter, then you'd be the size of a football field like 10 years down the road.
2: (laughs) Keith? Well, yeah, so so we can't go the speed of light we we it it would take an infinite amount of energy to to, to accelerate us to the speed of light mm-hmm. and so we can only sort of approach the speed of light um but yeah as as you're accelerating you 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 have more energy in your system and so you're getting heavier this is einstein's energy mass equivalence gaining squared.
3: muscle
2: but the issue is that if you're just sitting at a constant speed um what the theory of relativity tells us is that it's all relative. You're, you might be at a constant speed compared to, you know, the earth's motion. Um, you know, you might be doing 90% the speed of light, but if there's no force acting on you, you have no idea. If they closed you in a room, um, you would have no idea if you were actually moving or not. Oh, like, and so you can't say, yeah, like you can't say your perspective is, is sort of not, any more privileged than anyone else's so you can't say i'm you know my speed is absolutely zero and your speed is absolutely 20 miles an hour or whatever um all you can say is that the difference between our speeds is 20 miles an hour
3: is that why i asked i hear that astronauts when they come back from space they're younger like very like a little bit younger but that, i don't that's know that's a yeah
2: so that's a related phenomenon yeah the the the, the Rock and roll. I'm right again. Gravity. <laughs>
3: there you
2: go. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're on a roll. Um, gravity actually does have an effect on 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 your clock too,
0: mm-hmm. right?
2: And this is what you were talking about with this flat circle thing. The gravity, you know, warps space time, and, and I guess you did, A lot of people have seen the 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 ball on the rubber sheet or whatever warping space time, and that's not really a good a good model of it but uh
0: Bummer, man. but yeah there,
2: there there is there will be a difference between someone you know at the bottom of a tower and at the top of a tower because someone at the bottom of the tower is further into the gravitational well um and for them um the person at the top of the tower would observe their clock at the bottom of the tower to, to tick more slowly
3: okay and, oh.
4: it's kind of like when you see uh you know like a so you're at a baseball game and you see the guy hit the ball and then you hear a couple like a Half a second later. Yeah.
3: Interesting, and the whole thing started sure. thirteen point seven billion years ago with a big bang. Is that true? Yeah, before space and time.
4: Before space
3: and that time was a bang. Yeah.
2: There was yeah apparently there, there so there was a really interesting paper that just came out. I I only kind of read the, the 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 headline blurb about it, but they discovered these new stars or something like that. That um, we we have we have basically the way we we figured out that the universe is you know, 13.7 billion years old is that we sort of see the surface of last scattering so we see when the universe became transparent and light started to shine through and everything we can calculate backwards based on how fast those galaxies out there are flying away from us
1: wow.
2: if we you know extrapolate to when they were all close in and, and eventually at a single point that turns out to be about 13.7 billion years ago. But they just found these new species of either stars or galaxies or something that are... They're not behaving the way they're supposed to. So Uh-oh. It may be. So if they use those to calculate out the age of the universe, it's like they lose several hundred million years and well, they don't know where it's, it's gone.
3: Yeah, so. it seems like once it's going out there, it's going to go faster and faster away. Like a kid moving away yep. from its parents. You know what I mean? <laughs> I gotta yep, get out of here. Pretty
4: much. So... Uh, let me ask you about how old would you say the earth
2: is in
4: time? Like four uh, four billion years or something? Four so? n-
2: four and a half billion years. Yeah.
4: Four and, and a half billion and what do we know about? Like how much of that time do we know what's up?
2: Um
4: like sixty-five million years ago <laughs> like was the dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> like what do we what do we um, know about two billion years ago? What do we know what the earth was like?
2: Yeah, you know, we have we have fossil records um that go back you know, that in far? Terms of- uh, we, ha- we definitely have fossil records that go back, you know, several hundred million years.
1: Yeah.
2: As to a couple of billion years ago, there are scattered, you know, reports of bacterial fossils that they've dug out of rocks and whatnot that, that go back even to, you know, very shortly after the Earth was formed, um, life seemed to take hold. At least bacterial life seemed to take hold fairly quickly. But um, the uh, – you learn a lot from geology – yeah, they've learned a lot from the moon because the moon has been essentially unchanged for at least hundreds of millions of years. Fucking stupid, moon. <laughs> and so it's yeah, yeah, it's just up there. Get with a program, moon.
1: <laughs>
2: so, <laughs> but that, I mean, nothing happens to it, right? For hundreds of millions of years at a time, so it's a pretty yeah. good fossil record.
4: So, all right, so if dinosaurs and like dinosaur bones are becoming petroleum now, but we're still digging some up. But if they're becoming like oil and shit like that, (laughs) is there a chance there was like a whole nother human race that was eliminated and lived on Earth before? This is, my sci- this is my This is my. This, as far as my sci-fi that's, brain
2: goes, that's that's a really interesting question. What, I don't uh, know. I don't know if we.
3: Yeah, human oil. What if they
2: were so technologically advanced that we just can't tell the difference between what they did and you know the geology we see on you know like they built the Grand Canyon or something? Fuck yeah, yeah no, I don't man.
4: Know. Who knows, man? Who <laughs> built that shit? Those goddamn. Past people.
3: Let's make some human oil for people that for billions of years from now they could be like we got the oil from the old humans.
4: No, yeah, like soap, soap's human oil.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
2: just stick us into something. I was reading some it. cave. Four hundred million years from now, they'll just like stick a tube in it, and suck us out, and burn us. It's pretty dark.
4: <laughs> I mean, technically, it's light.
3: Who says comfy can't be work appropriate? Beta brand wants you to look good and feel good, even at the office. Their dress pant yoga pant features ultra-comfy styles designed to impress. Wrinkle-resistant four-way stretch ponte knit fabric. Dress pant details like faux zippers, pockets, front buttons, and belt loops. Options for all sizes, shapes, and tastes. Boot cut, straight, leg, skinny, cropped, and more. Standard colors like black, navy, gray, khaki, with seasonal and limited-edition colors released monthly. Four links to choose from, and even styles featuring functional pockets! Beta Brand connects shoppers and designers to bring new ideas to life. They welcome feedback and bring crowd-sourced ideas straight into the design room. Shoppers can vote for designs to become crowdfunded projects on the site. Hundreds of designers and thousands of designs on their site so far. It was not hard to choose from the selection. Compared to other jeans, they're just so much more comfortable, and I can just relax and breathe. That's why I started wearing Beta Brand's dress pant yoga pants. Visit betabrand.com slash brightside to get 20% off yours. Millions of women agree that these are the most comfortable pants you'll ever wear to work. That's betabrand.com. BetaBrand dot com slash bright side to get twenty percent off your dress pant yoga pants.
4: Now, uh, now, as far as like time is the is, uh, the killer of all things, but uh, yes. but it, is there anything that is greater than time? Like, is, is there anything that can beat time?
2: Anything that can beat time? Yes, I don't know. Oh, man, it looks pretty bleak. looks pretty bleak? At least from a scientific perspective, it looks pretty bleak. I don't know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, there's debate, you know, there's debates over how stable the proton is at, you know, will it eventually decay and, you know, will the universe eventually just become a a yawning void of, you know, low energy photons? (laughs) That's pretty much it. Or just black holes or whatever, right? Interesting.
3: I don't really like clocks. I kind of disagree with them because co- time can be measured in two different ways. Like ask somebody mm. in solitary confinement how long they think an hour is and ask sure. a stay-at-home mom who tutors her children how long an hour is. Like they're going to be two different values of time. You know what I mean? Yeah,
2: that'd be pretty close.
3: <laughs> <laughs> or like a, a Wall Street banker, you know, like how they value time right, right, and what yeah. time means to them, mm-hmm. you know?
2: Exactly. Yeah. How it affects Didn't Einstein you? Einstein have a quote about that or something?
3: Oh, we did. Yeah, know.
2: something like a you know an, an hour after an hour after I, I, I don't know. I'm I'm not gonna do it justice. It's only like a minute with your hand on a hot stove is a lot longer than a minute with a pretty girl or something like that.
4: Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's damn true. I know that one.
3: Well, it looks like me and i Maybe an hour with
2: a pretty girl. I don't know. Hour <laughs> <laughs>
4: He loved women. Kind of yeah, no, he loved
2: <laughs> He married
3: his cousin. He married his cousin, and he, he also made her, like, not leave the house or some bullshit. He
2: was, he was pretty terrible to her. Yeah. yeah. He, was, he was pretty abusive. He also, like, created
4: the great, you know, the, the bomb that killed the most people. Yes, he did. Right. So, yeah. you know, he's got that on his conscience. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, what do you do to fill your day? What do, what, is some, what, do, what is some good time... Uh, some good time tips that you have because you've got a lot mm-hmm. done in your life you've got you're, you're, you're a brilliant scientist you've, you've gone through I mean Lord knows how much school probably well like a decade
2: to yeah, college
4: too yeah too much I mean yeah. like you know so you've, yeah. you've spent a lot of time to become who you are is it is it worth it
3: is it worth it <laughs> yeah for
2: the most part
3: <laughs> are you happy <laughs> Seven time Jeopardy me on winner. you a weird day. <laughs> oh,
2: oh I'll so, make in a couple of weeks. All right, I Aww. will,
4: Keith. I will. I'll keep. I'll, we'll, we'll, we'll stay in touch for sure.
3: Do you ever watch your old Jeopardy winnings, like on VHS, and you're like still get it? You know.
2: Yeah. yeah no. <laughs> I my my kids actually, um, uh, they they they'll ask for it every once in a while. We used to have it on um, on DVR, but it it's gotten erased. We've got we've got some DVDs of them somewhere.
4: You gotta send Alex a fruit basket. He's not feeling that well these days.
2: I know. That's super depressing.
4: Yeah, he's got cancer.
2: Oh, yeah. Time. Mm. He's got
4: time, time disease. Man. He's got the time disease.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you, you. So this is actually a really interesting point. Cancer is one of those things that, you know, if if you live long enough, eventually you'll get cancer. Everyone has it.
3: Everyone does. Random
2: mutations, right? And they just build up over time, and eventually one of them is, does something really shitty, and you get cancer.
3: But cancer is also a man-made disease. I, I read that bones were tested from about 200 years ago, and there was about a 1% cancer rate in these bones. What? That's where, really? Yeah. Well, you know what? Never mind. Someone told me that, and I liked it, <laughs> so I never googled it. Was it the guy it? with the
2: 125 mile an hour RC? <laughs> that was
3: 125 miles an hour.
1: <laughs> you know old bones. This
2: collection of context. 200 year old bones.
1: <laughs>
4: Time travel is it
2: possible? Uh no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna probably say no. I. I hate it because, you know, whenever anyone asks me about uh, exciting science stuff, I always have to really give them the bad news. But um, I
4: mean, probably tell not. me, time travel is not <laughs> available is not necessarily bad news. I you always know? feel
3: like I want to open up yeah. an imaginary door like an improv door mm-hmm. and then it just and then I go back. And I, if I were to time travel, I'd want to go back right right when the after the Big Bang happened and the water is like all blue and filled with weird. Well, there
4: wouldn't even be water. If there was the huh. Big Bang just happened, because there would be, it would just be nothing.
3: Just be like a whole bunch of bullshit. Hot
2: just, soup of horrible uh, nightmares. million degree gas.
3: Well, nev- maybe not that. <laughs> maybe not that. Right when the Earth is like settling down, being all cool, and it's mm. got that blue, blue, blue water, and these all little squiggly things in it, that would be weird. But other than that, yeah. don't want to time travel. As a woman, no way. Yeah. <laughs> As a
2: woman. Uh-uh. Yeah. You get into some really bad situations. Well, I guess.
3: But... I guess
4: even one day in the past is worse for women than today.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: If you could time travel to any period, when would you do it? Who would you go meet? Jules Verne.
3: Oh, that's cool. Get a. a, a they all loved those hot air balloons back then.
4: They did. They did. Where would? When would you? Yeah. When would you go,
2: Keith? Where would I go?
4: Yeah.
2: Oh man, that's a that's an excellent question. I don't know, you know, I'm I I'd probably want to answer, you know, some some question that I've always had about, you know, what's an asteroid impact look like, right? I go back to right when the when the dinosaurs ate it. Oh, okay. Just be like, what is it, what you know, you see it in all the movies or whatever, but what's it actually like? You know, what's it actually look like? I think that would be I'd want to be like, you know, On the moon or something when it happens. Yeah, you got
4: to check it out from space.
3: Oh, yeah. Right, I mean, we all, like, just predict what they sounded like, but, I mean, because we look at their bones, and they're like, they must have sounded like this, but what if they were like, hi, I'm a (laughs) (laughs) T-Rex?
2: I'm sure. Wasn't that the premise to, like, Jurassic Park 3 or 4 or something like that, where they he had to, like, he used the, the raptor's skull as, like, a like a conch shell, basically. Oh, and he was that's able to right. communicate with the raptors.
3: There was one, like, flashback in one of the Jurassic Worlds where he's sitting on an airplane and he has a nightmare and the the t- little dinosaur turns at him and goes, Hi, Kevin. Remember that? Remember
1: that? What? No, I never saw
3: that. That's a know. low point in American cinema. It's this little stupid fucking dinosaur looks at him and goes, "Hi, Kevin." What was this from? Jurassic Park Three, I think. The Jurassic the di- dinosaurs never talk. No, they talk in this one little flashback. They talked, and, and Eddie, your
4: tech guy, is saying, "Yes, they yes, did the, talk." Eddie
3: knows. I wow. know that.
4: They, I know that in Jurassic World, the uh, the raptor kind of gave Chris Pat like a look, like get out of here no, i'll take care talk.
3: of it let's talk and i tell you what if they were to ask this question in jeopardy i'd win the question
4: <laughs> yeah but they don't kidding, ask man. questions in jeopardy
3: oh you they
2: ask answers
3: oh man fuck that yeah. show <laughs> uh, we have to
2: answer in the form of a question
4: it's true who was they get all
2: over you about that too. now now do
4: they like do you guys like intimidate each other backstage and like during the commercial breaks and stuff Do you're like oh you know good job <laughs> Or are you guys just like cool yeah. to each other. Like- some people
2: do, yeah. Some people, some people definitely. You know what was funny is is the most uh, intimidation I got was not even during the actual filming of the show. It was like during the audition process. They bring you, they bring you and like twenty other people into this room, and you take like a a, a written test and you do like a mock, you know, with the buzzers and everything, and tell your life story and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was. I remember when I was doing my audition. There was one guy there who was just a total fucker. Mm. And he was just—he was trying—he he was trying to intimidate everyone in the room. It was, it was oh my god, it was so annoying. Oh. I was like, I hope this guy really doesn't make it. Did and then he, not? he didn't make oh, it, which is kind of awesome.
3: Yeah, of course not. <laughs> that was usually those people aren't that smart, and they know they're not that smart. They just want to like pull everyone down to their own sadness, you know? So then they can rise yeah. above. Fuck
2: him. Well, he had to be smart <laughs> enough to at least get to the audition, right? Yeah. He had, to, he had to have at least done okay in the, in the, because you had, you'd got to do an online test
4: first. How long's you the test? The, Is it the like audience. the SATs or something?
2: I, I remember it being really short. Like I, I blew through it and then, because they don't tell you anything. They just enter your answers and then it's gone. Like you don't get a score or anything like that. Interesting. Just,
3: where, where do we go? It just
2: disappears.
3: Jeopardy.com?
2: Uh, yeah, I, I mean it's filmed around here. Did you go to L.A.? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in uh, at the Sony Studios.
3: We gotta look up this website and then tell all of our viewers and fans where to go to take the Jeopardy quiz, and then hopefully maybe somebody will listening and then take the quiz and then go on and like do Jeopardy.
4: I'll tell you what though, Seriously. if you go to j archivecom you can check out Keith's stats <laughs> as a as a uh, as a Jeopardy <laughs> winner. Which is pretty cool. I love it. Actually, I don't understand how to read the stats, but it looks like you did well. That's great. Well, (laughs) I did pretty well. You killed it, man. You're one of the the best champions (laughs) of all time. Stop talking. What number? If there was a ranking, you'd be like, what? Like number four, number five?
2: No, 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 no. Like, it, I, I'm not even sure I'd crack the top 20 anymore. What? I was, I was pretty high when I first went on. I was, like, I was like maybe like 13 or 14, but it's, you know, there have been a lot of really good people since Aww. then.
3: All right, so I read so. something about time that I don't know if I agree with, but I'd like to put it out there.
2: All right, let's hear it.
3: So uh, the way we know about the past is through the present, and memory is very mm. fickle, so maybe the past doesn't exist.
2: Ooh. Ooh, oh.
3: philosophy <laughs> 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 I don't know what do you, you think know, about I've it I've
2: been doing a lot of thinking about it and I think that's pretty much uh, that, that 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 pretty much nails it right like the only thing that there really is is memory yeah. you boil Listen, it all down that's all there really is and
3: a lot of your memories are fakes or like they really are yeah.
2: yeah you well you remember the way you remember things is you remember the last time you remembered it yeah and it changes over time so it's not time. even like if the fidelity just decreases over time.
3: Oh yeah. And like, I think there was a study done where, about memory and um, a professor was up there teaching to the students and then an armed gunman comes in and steals her purse and leaves. And then after everybody's like, Oh my God, Oh my God. Like they get really riled up and like scared. And then the professor said, okay, uh, what was the color of his jacket? And I think maybe less people than you think got it Right. Oh, yeah, I mean,
4: mm-hmm. I wouldn't think of that. I'd be staring at the gun.
3: Yeah, people were like, it was red, yeah. it was blue, it was black, you know?
4: Yeah. That's why the cops have such yeah. a so hard time. Mm.
2: Two days. Have you seen the thing with the... Oh, sorry, go ahead.
4: No, no I was just going to say two
2: days after someone's
4: murdered. They ain't going to find them after that.
3: Oh, yeah? Yeah. Because that's when trash day happens. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> or what were you saying, Keith?
2: Oh no I was I was going to say the same thing about you Did you guys ever see that uh, the video with the gorilla and the basketballs No You know oh oh so it's this it's this psychological thing where, where they they've got a team of basketball players and they're all dribbling their basketballs and you're supposed to count how many times they dribble their basketballs and you end up getting so focused on that that like there's this Halfway through the video, there's this like, gi- this guy in a giant gorilla suit who just like walks out and like stands in front of the camera and then like leaves. But because you're so focused counting the basketball, something like 80% of people don't even see the gorilla. I saw
4: <laughs> this. I remember this now. i, and s- it's, like, I blatant- saw like them- blatant. Oh. I, I saw the monkey. Yeah. I never miss a monkey. You
3: never miss a monkey. You never miss a
1: monkey. No, There you no. go. Especially monkey movies. You're one of movies. the
2: 20%. Mm,
4: never. Ooga booga all the Ooga way.
3: Ooga booga. So I want to <laughs> ask you guys another philosophical question about time. and And how you choose it. So imagine there's a fly, and the fly lives 24 hours, and it's underneath a glass. Okay. And there's maybe five more seconds for it to live. Mm-hmm. Do you lift the glass and let it see the world, or do you keep it under the glass?
4: Oh, I probably wouldn't would have killed it before I... You know, I put the glass over. i going to fuck with my glasses like that. Uh, it's fly. I don't care about a fly. but um, But you
3: know what I mean, like how it views the world. Like, do you see the whole <clears throat> universe or do you die? I say leave the glass on.
4: I would leave the glass on it just in fear that it would copulate and make more flies. But
3: you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, Eddie. Like, see yeah. the world or no. Yeah, yeah I would... Uh, I'll take the glass off. Take the glass <laughs> off? The <poor> bastard.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you're too nice, Keith. All right, one final question for you. Um, right. How annoying was Holden in high school? You're a good friend with... Hol- good, Holden Yeah, in high You're a good friend with uh, a lot of people, a lot of fans of Holden McNeely here. You went to high school with him.
2: I I went to elementary school. You went to elementary school school with him? Yeah, we were in fifth grade. We met in fifth grade. You met him in
4: fifth grade?
2: Oh no. God! Was he like what? He were, was so fucking annoying in fifth grade. I could only no, imagine. Was <laughs> <God>. <laughs> I never thought he was annoying. That's it's it's funny. I, I, I never. Were your really parents like, I please
4: was, don't I, bring him around anymore.
3: Did you hide with him? I Holden told to a story about wearing a vampire outfit and hiding behind a bush.
2: Yeah, he was a little that younger was, then, I think. That yeah, that was pre us. Oh, okay. We we got to hear about that later. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh man, that you wasn't guys... like ninth grade or anything. That'd be that'd be that'd be fucked up.
4: You guys were in a band together. What was the name of the band?
2: Yeah, Lemon of Troy. We were named after the uh, the Simpsons episode of the Lemon Tree. Very cool. Very cool, man. Yeah.
4: All right, buddy Keith. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Brighter Side, dude. Uh I know Absolutely. I know it it's blessed. I know it's late for you and you you got to you know you got work in the morning and you got to take care of them kids and uh yep. I, we really appreciate you stopping by and saying what's up man good luck um yeah, yeah. shine up those beakers you know get your tubes all in a line you know make sure <laughs> make sure your chemicals are you know in the right place you Hell know yeah. don't you know don't drink the bottle with the Xs on it and you know right. where you keep everything you keep your head on a swivel there buddy
2: we love you thank, right.
4: thank you so much uh, it was cool seeing you a couple of weeks ago too man uh,
2: absolutely you too man you did a hell of a job on that ceremony
4: oh uh, thanks a lot man i appreciate it all right we will uh we'll talk to you oh keith do you have any uh a twitter or something you want to plug we'll get you some followers here
2: Oh no, I haven't. I, I used to. But He's it's too, smart <laughs> too, too smart for that.
4: Too smart for for quips. <laughs>
2: I don't have time to write whatever forty yeah. characters or however many. Well, you have so. any
4: papers coming out? You got any big? What was the last nice cool paper you wrote? I know you do I that shit.
2: A, we just had a paper come out in Advanced Materials Interfaces. It was on, um, transferring uh, transferring electronics using graphene. We were pretty jazzed about it. We got the cover.
4: That's, that's great. great. Congrats, man! Wow. Where can people check that out if they love that shit?
2: Um, that's a good question. I mean, uh, I I think it's published online now. Um, you search for my name, Keith Whitener. Um, w- advanced materials has interfaces has a uh, has a search box. You probably just search for my name as the author, and and it'll pop up if you're interested in that. I don't know if it's free. Some of the journals are free, some of them aren't, but you'd probably at least be able to read the abstract and look at the look at the terrible table of contents picture we made. So.
4: <laughs> man, thank you, Keith. You're the man. We love you so much. Uh... Hopefully, uh, you uh, living knowing Holden for most of your life didn't take too much of a toll on you. But this is the brighter side. I want to ch- right now. I want to wrap with you, Amber. I want to know about what your least favorite things about time are, and then we're going to talk about our favorite things about time. We're going to find that brighter side. Me, you can think about anything with time. I hate birthdays. I hate my birthday. I hate everyone else's birthday. I think they're silly. They're a ridiculous thing to celebrate. Uh I, I think that uh, you know, if personally, uh, you know, like what is it? You're just older. You know, Aww. like what? You know, like honestly, you could celebrate any day of the year. Why is you? Why do we got to celebrate your birthday? Because
3: it was the day you're born. It's
4: more just I don't feel like going out and like. All right, I had a nice time with Henry the other day you on paid his $200. birthday. It was That's very. Why. It was expensive. It
3: was. Expensive. <laughs> you know, but
4: like you know, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? People like to do nice things on their birthday. You know, but I you. Know,
3: I went to top round roast beef sandwiches on my birthday last year. Mm-hmm. Twenty bucks. Ate like a king.
4: Do something nice for your friends, guys. Just because it's your birthday doesn't mean we got to pay $12 a drink.
3: Yeah, keep in mind of them. I went to the, um, in New York, a friend of mine turned birthday, and she was like, I want to go to the Olive Garden. And Times Square. And I was like, that's going to be expensive.
4: It is going to be expensive, and even then, though it's a shitty-ass Olive Garden. Yes,
3: and then it was. I think we ended up all paying like $60, $70 each, even though we somehow got the soup salad sticks deal. Like, I don't, I don't understand what yeah. happened.
4: No, because they fucking rob your ass at Times Square. Yes. Yeah, no. I mean, I, I, I understand that people need to celebrate themselves, and they need to feel validated and, and celebrated at some point every year. I get that but don't make such a big deal out of it yeah. is all I'm trying to say. Don't make all, don't get mad if someone can't make it or you're like, you know, a lot of times people don't necessarily have the money to hang out with you on your birthday. Yeah. You know I and mean? maybe Just give everyone a pass is all I'm saying. Because, because if you just make it so stressful on everyone, then no one's ever going to want to celebrate anyone's birthday.
3: Yeah. Birthdays and weddings. People make it way too stressful. It's like, just everybody calm down. Like mm-hmm. we're, we're going to have a good time. Yeah. You know, stop freaking out.
4: Yeah, and uh, I always and plus getting older, you know, it's always means you know closer to death, you know. So I'm not a big birthday guy, you know. It's Aww. like it's, it's not. A, it doesn't to me. It's the sad day more than it is like a happy day.
3: Well, birthdays are also about like, I mean, again, the bright side. Mm-hmm. Think of it positively. What have you learned this year and grown with this year? So, like, maybe you're older and, like, society's quote-unquote terms, you're, like, less valued as a person. But fuck society. Fuck these people telling us because we get older we're less valued. I would rather hang out with older people, to be honest. They have better stories and they can handle their liquor. All right. You know what I mean?
4: That's a good point. But sometimes when you get older, though, you start being able to not handle your liquor as well.
3: Oh, well, that's, yeah, that's when you You know that?
4: Because I used to be able to, like, drink, like... A third of a keg, you know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but when I say handle, I mean like you would drink third of a keg. But would you like go cry about Sharon in the corner? You know what I mean. I or don't like remember. Climb a tree, and <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember. That's it.
4: <laughs> I was never that much of an emotional drunk, except for tequila and gin. Mm. Those can go fuck but you know everything else you know I'd usually just start screaming about the dolphins also another thing that I've cut out of my life because of time not the mind but sports I used to be such a big sports fan and I would watch every sport every night I would check in at sports center the next day and it's just like I realized I'm like I'm spending like 4 hours a day wow. watching like children play sports yeah. you know so it's a uh, it's to get, to move past that now in my life as I feel it's been kind of freeing. I still like follow the dolphins. Yeah. But, you know, as far as like watching every game of every sport, I don't do that anymore.
3: No. Well, yeah, definitely with time, you value your time more because mm-hmm. you realize how much it means.
4: Time is money.
3: Time is money. You know, in your teens and 20s, you just kind of like barf around and whatnot. Yeah. And the older you get, you're just like, oh, I need to be focusing in on something, learning something, doing something.
4: Yeah. What do you hate about time? What's your least favorite time?
3: Um, I'd say as a woman, I don't i've never wanted to have kids mm-hmm. um but with time obviously my eggs are going to go loosey-goosey at my pussy mm-hmm. <laughs> it rhymes
4: like that it, it works does. it, it kind of just works out
3: it does. <laughs> it does so i better like think about that and mm-hmm. like make some active decisions if i want children you gonna freeze them it doesn't really i feel like a Baby from a frozen eggs would be like, "Hi, I'm Charles. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a frozen baby egg. You know, I don't. Know. I'm so cold. So cold. <laughs> Charles is cold, mommy. I need a blanket. Oh, but do want, you, yeah. A lot of
4: things with time, I like, try and trick myself. Like I'll uh, I'll set my clocks in my like my oven clock. I'll set it like twelve minutes fast or something like that." Just to kind of fuck with myself and make myself think that I'm always late and get myself out the door all the, on time.
3: Really? Are you late places?
4: I'm late a lot. I mean, I was late here. Oh. Five minutes, but you know, you know. Are you late a lot?
3: I am half German. If you are five minutes early, you're on time.
4: Okay. So
3: I show up on time and I'm on time you yeah, know? yeah yeah. <laughs> I'm half German but yeah Germans are always German engineering you know they like did really well with uh, well no that was a Swiss with clocks Germans did
4: yeah they love clocks those fucks clocks yeah. and chocolate those fucks yeah, yeah 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 how do you think they dealt with all those tiny parts with their chubby fingers
3: I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I think I love pinball because i playing pinball because I feel like it's like a clockmaker's like, wild sun. Ooh. You know, like when you pull back the pinball, the lights and the things, it looks like a clock underneath, like how all the, the cogs go. Oh. Everything fits together.
4: Interesting. There's a pinball place around here. We should go check it out sometime. Yes. Yeah. There's like there's a, I've never been inside, but it says pinball.
3: Let's fucking go. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: It's not too far. It's not too far. We'll go check that shit out for sure. Uh, alarm clocks. No. You go, go fuck.
3: Eh, eh, oh eh. my
4: God. Sue's snooze button is worse than the alarm clock.
3: No, why are we waking up to that? I want to wake up to mountains and a woman saying hello, beautiful. But I'm afraid that if I do that, because I've been used to waking up to eh, eh, eh that if I set my alarm to be like, hello, beautiful, you're special, I won't wake up. Mm-hmm. You know?
4: Yeah. How many hours a day do you need to sleep?
3: Generally like five, six.
4: Five, six? That's not that much. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, no, it's just eight is you know what you're supposed to get.
3: I think eight's what you're supposed to do. I think my body, nat- I kind of naturally get up around 7, 7.30 in the morning.
4: I can do five or six hours of sleep and I'm okay. Yeah. I can do five. I used to be able to be good on three, Whoa. but that was like when I was a lunatic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I, I'm good on five or six. I prefer eight. And then today I slept ten. I don't even know what happened.
3: That's your body needing to do it. You need your body your body your body's smarter than your brain sometimes.
4: I don't look at that as a waste of time. No. You know, sometimes you get mad, you're like, I slept a lot I slept a day away, you know, but you know, you okay. probably needed it.
3: You needed it. Like I, I got a I speaking of time, yes. So I got a calendar the other day. Okay. And it was so I, I wanted to write down on the on my wall and like put on the little blocks what I do every day. So I can look at the week in full and be like, how often did I take a nap? How often did I write? How often did I go to work or, or whatnot? Mm-hmm. And like really kind of piece together in my brain what my life is like. And it's also a um, images from the Hubble telescope. So if I'm having a bad day, I just look at this fucking star in the middle of nothing, and I'm like, That's wow. Nice. it's nice. Really, it's really, really beneficial. I highly recommend everybody do it. I like that. Yes.
4: I, what I did was I looked at time and, all right, so oh, if, you your, if you look at your, what? Go oh, ahead. I was
3: gonna, oh, sorry. I was going to say something. That I forgot that was going to be related to that.
1: No, go for we, it. <laughs> Do you remember?
3: Yes. So we were talking about bumming around. And I was like, oh, I bummed around the other day. And I, I watched Species. I mm-hmm. ate a bunch of junk food. Um, I took a nap. I forgot else. what It was kind of like a bum day. Yeah. And otherwise, I'd feel bad about doing that. But then I looked at the week prior, and it was just like, boom, 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 boom. And I was like, oh, of course. My body needed a bum day.
4: Yeah. No, you do. You do. Yeah. So I, anyway. went, I, gra- I grabbed a, um, a, a, speaking of that exact thing, I grabbed a calculator, and I did this. I did 24 times 7 equals 168. Mm-hmm. All right? And so you minus 40 hours of work. If we're lucky. Mm-hmm. And then that leaves you with 128 hours. Get rid of another 40 for fun. Or um what I call like work outside of work. Yeah. Is what I did. And I took that 40 hours and I like broke it down. And I was like, all right, I want net so per week. I'm like, I want two and a half hours on brighter side. I want uh I want two and a half hours on thick skin. I want to work on this screenplay for two hours a week. I want to write these jokes for you know this many hours a week, and that this is outside of my job. And so I took my extra forty hours, and then you can also build in you know like ten hours of movies if you want mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So once you get rid of that, you're at eighty-eight extra hours. Now that's not bad. And so if we go, if you're sleeping for eight hours a day, so eight times seven is what thirty-five. Yes. Eight times seven is 35. So, minus 35 from that. We're still looking at 53 hours of just free time that you guys can do whatever the fuck you want with. So, that's that's not sleeping. That's not work. And that's not, you know, so you're, you got, there is time. There is time in your life. It's managing it that gets complex because you'll do shit. Like the worst time killer in the world is Facebook. Yes. You know, like I hate when I get like, I get a report on my phone and it's like, you spent, you know, 3.9 hours this week on your phone. Like, Damn it. Yeah. He's like, fuck. It was way too much time.
3: Time wasted. Spent
4: staring at my goddamn phone a day on my phone. And you're like, you spent three hours of my day staring at my fucking phone? You know, so you got to figure out how to manage that time correctly. And so if you make that second schedule for yourself, Mm -hmm. that 40 hour, because you're working for 40, and then you got that extra 40. If you're working for 80, then, you know, you're working for 80. You know, but if you <laughs> if you work if you have that extra forty hours that you can look at as your secondary work time, where it's not going to tire you out, and then you put it out and then you just cross it off, as you go down the list, is a great way to get shit done over time and not completely stress yourself out about
3: it. That's great, Eddie.
4: Yeah, I know it's been helping. That's it's been, fucking
3: I, wonderful. I
4: started doing it. I've been getting far and stuff, and it has been working. But I don't always meet. My expectations every week, which, and I, I don't let myself beat myself up over it, but that is, I feel like is a great time usage.
3: That's okay. And little bit by little bit, you slowly inch your way to like accomplishing the goal. Mm-hmm. And then you do, like you look at it like every goal, you know, take
4: a year. Oh, and um, seven times eight is 56. <laughs> <laughs> I, <know.
3: laughs> I moved around a lot growing up and I remember teachers being like, what's six times four? And I was like, I'll be gone next month. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Getting fit and staying healthy always sounds easier said than done, right? OpenFit is bringing you something new that makes it even easier to never miss a sweat session. Lose the commute to the gym and let the workouts come to you. What is OpenFit? OpenFit takes all the complexity out of losing weight and getting fit. It's a brand new, super simple streaming service that allows you to work out from the comfort of your living room in as little as 10 minutes a day. Why try OpenFit? Everyone's bodies are different, and OpenFit gets that! Which is why it is personalized to your needs with custom-tailored original content. Amazing trainers and classes. OpenFit classes are led by some of the most effective and engaging trainers in the world. Sculpt your body with Andrea Rogers, founder of the worldwide sensation X10 Bar. Or get in crazy good shape with Hunter McIntyre, named by Sports Illustrated as one of the top 50 fitness athletes. These trainers know how to get you to get results quick. Forget all the complexity and stress around getting fit and just press play and work out on your schedule. 600 seconds with a celebrity trainer, Devin Wiggins, packs the fat burning muscle building and body sculpting benefits of much longer sessions into a fraction of that time. View on your computer, web enabled TV, tablet, smartphone, and Roku. Results you can see. Lose up to 15 pounds in just the first 30 days. Flatten your abs. Shape your body and look and feel great. I love OpenFit because I'm just honestly in my bedroom and I can press play and no one can see me. I draw the curtains, I do my workout and I just walk out like a butterfly. OpenFit has changed the way I work out. And with my code, Brighterside, you can join me on a fitness journey personalized just for you. Again, use my code BRIGHTERSIDE and start using OPENFIT for your journey to a healthier life. Right now, during the OPENFIT 30-Day Challenge, my listeners get a special extended 30-day free trial membership on OPENFIT, where you can lose up to 15 pounds in 30 days when you text BRIGHTERSIDE to 303030. You will get full access to OPENFIT, all the workouts and nutrition information, totally free. Again, just text BRIGHTERSIDE to 30-30-30. Standard message and data rules may apply.
4: All right, what is your favorite thing about time, Amber?
3: My favorite thing about time? Learning and growing, because mm-hmm. time is often going to give you trials and tribulations and blessings. And you really got to find a way to look at these and, and uh, shape yourself the way you want to be. Because you are today based on what you did yesterday. Woo,
4: man, that is nice. Yeah. I like that. What about you, Eddie? What's one of your favorite? What's your what's your brighter side of time?
1: Um, it's the one constant thing in life. Yeah. It's, it's around us all the time. It's all the time. Yeah. Um, it's you know, it's always here, we always have it. It's never gonna stop, I don't think. It will beat anything,
4: um, according to Keith.
1: It will beat anything, and <laughs> and then what Amber said, I like that uh with time you get wisdom.
3: You get wisdom. Yeah,
1: and that's always good.
3: You grow. I've been fucking this 25-year-old, and I definitely have to hide my belongings when he comes in my room.
4: You know, you could go to his place.
3: I don't know where he lives.
4: Fair enough. Well, you know, hopefully time will be kind to him. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I got to say about my time, uh, my favorite thing about time is, uh, you know, who you spend it with, you know, and you got to make sure that your time is valuable and you're valuable And uh, you should be spending your time with people that you love and care about. And uh, you don't waste your time on people who don't appreciate you.
3: Yes.
1: And
4: I think that is uh, very, uh, very important. I think people try to fix other people too much and spend too much time trying to focus on uh, people and what they think and how they treat you. And, you know, you got to turn that back on yourself and you got to be good to you. Be good to number one. Yeah. And that is one of the. Models of the show. Be good to yourself. And uh and so take your time, use it correctly, enjoy it, don't stress out about it. It's gonna happen whether you like it or not. Fuckin and honestly,
3: eight. the biggest beauty tip is positivity. Yeah. Because when people are hateful, that it just
4: scowl, you wrinkle up, Ugh. you fucking crippled, you know, witches are yeah, witches are beat. You know,
3: witches? Well, I'm a good witch. Well, I, I, I don't think I'm so. a witch. I don't know, but if I was, I'd be good. But, yeah. you know, be positive. Smile. Open your eyes. Mm-hmm. See everybody. Love everybody. No, yeah. Not necessarily love everybody. Love yourself.
4: Yeah, love. Put love out there and it'll come back at you. Yes, it will. In Practical Magic, you're right. There are good witches.
3: They're hot, too. Yeah,
4: they are. Man, Oof, man, I love
3: that movie. <laughs> That's a good movie. Stucker
1: Channing's really hot. Right? <laughs> <laughs>
4: All right, guys, this has been The Brighter Side. I'm Ed Larson, Eddie Ewing with us, as always, Amber Nelson. What do you got going on?
3: Uh, Follow me on Instagram, Amber Smelson, Mm -hmm. and I'll show you all my shows I'm doing this week and all my fun Deals. Follow me at Amber Smelson on Twitter. I'll show you a couple jokes and a couple thoughts.
4: Hell yeah! And the, the uh, Instagram for our show is the Brighter Side LPN, and uh, same thing over on Twitter. Uh, you can hit us up at our Gmail if you want to talk to us, or you could always just hit us up on the last podcast Gmail. Uh, I'm Eddie Tunes on Instagram. Eddie Tunes underscore on Twitter. Uh, also, uh, Classy Night Out's coming back this week, May eighth. On Wednesday, 9.30 p.m., me and Henry's show, we're starting a new thing. We're not going to say who's on the show anymore. Oh, I... People oh. people just came by and, anyway, and I don't think it matters who's on the show. doesn't but matter. But we got some really cool fucking guests coming for you, some special ones that you're not going to want to miss. It's a very cool show.
3: Hey, if I'm ever on the show, can I promote it?
4: Yeah, you can promote it. I don't okay. care what you do. Okay. You know, it's I, it's more of a, I don't want if I have like a big name coming by, which we do, mm-hmm. I don't want them I don't want them to worry about, you know, fucking with their other club dates or anything yeah. like that. And, you know, if people are going to come without me posting who's going to be there, let it be a surprise for them. Aww. It's a donation-based show. You pay what you can. Uh, if you got no money, that's cool. Just get there early because there's only 42 seats, and we will sell out. We did last time. there's a monthly show, the second Wednesday of every month. Classy night out. Eddie, what's your Twitter?
1: Uh, I don't have a Twitter. I have Instagram. What is that? It's uh, E-D-D-Y-E-W-I-N-G. Mm-hmm.
4: You sold yourself out, man. You sold out the IE Eddie's man and I you did. put that cuz you are an IE Eddie.
1: I am an IE but I couldn't someone already took it. So. Fucking
4: sons of bitches I man. Know. I hate when people say Eddie with a Y and they send it back to me. I get <laughs> so mad. I'm like I'm an IE Eddie. Yeah. And this is like you're part of the reason people are sending me that I I'm that sorry. Y back. I'm you're sorry. abandoning who you really are.
1: I couldn't do an underscore or anything like that.
3: <laughs> No, and no underscore. It's too complicated. All right.
4: Taking us out today is a Rolling Stones song about time. There's two of them. I personally like Out of Time, mm. but there's also "Time by, Times By Our Side, which one do you think we should do, Amber?
3: You know, let's do the one you like, Eddie. I like
4: Out of Time. Let's
3: do Out of Time. It's such a
4: good fucking song. I've never heard it Listen of that to song. both of them. Yeah. Out of Time. We'll listen to it as soon as this is over. Yeah. And while you tell me that story about abortion or um, adoption. Adoption. No Much better than abortion. Or, you know, maybe it's not. Uh, that's a whole other episode. And we've done it before. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> Get better, Mick Jagger. We love you.
0: Time for that. This show
2: is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.
0: Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joes and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags and sunglasses. Plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of
2: destiny. Yes.